I'm Ian. Welcome to Creator Coco. This podcast helps you become a better creator by helping you learn from what other creators have already figured out. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send us a tweet at Creator Coco. That's Creator and then C O C O A. In this episode, I talk about some of the podcasts and books I've been reading recently and some of the lessons I've learned. This includes Hardcore Game of Thrones, The Power Law, and The Almanac of Naval Ravikant. I hope you learn something that helps you become a better creator. This episode was brought to you by the Bit Bitcoin Wallet. Bit is a simple and secure Bitcoin wallet that allows you to easily send and receive Bitcoin from your friends, loved ones, and to businesses who support Bitcoin. You can download Bit by going to bitsocial.org. That's B-Y-T-S-O-C-I-A-L dot O-R-G. So for today, what I wanted to talk about were some of the books or interesting forms of media which I've come across, which I feel like have educated me or I think are interesting or I think you should probably check out because you would either be entertained or have a good time. And the first one I'd like to promote or basically bring up is one called Hardcore Game of Thrones. This is something that I discovered a while back, back when Game of Thrones was popping, I think about uh, maybe season three. Uh, but it was before, uh, season five and six when everything started going downhill. Um, okay. Let me not get too deep into Game of Thrones itself. Like this, this, the show itself. I know that one is polarizing, but, uh, I discovered hardcore Game of Thrones during that time. And this was actually one of the very first podcasts that I ever came across and that I ended up really liking because I was such a huge fan of Game of Thrones. I just, I guess I started looking for extra stuff that I can listen to. And none of the things I came across at that time, it was on this exclusive kind of a service. So it wasn't a podcast that was available on like a normal pod. Like you couldn't find it on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. It wasn't open like that. It was behind like a paywall. And I think I subscribed for like one month just to be able to listen to Hardcore Game of Thrones. And I think on that service, I also came across some other cool podcasts, but that's beside the point. The point is, I found Hardcore Game of Thrones. So what's Hardcore Game of Thrones? Hardcore Game of Thrones is a, it's not a, okay, it's described as a parody. Like if you are listening to the podcast, he describes it as a parody. And in some cases, it does have parody. It does have, it does have some satire but not of Game of Thrones. It's a parody slash a satire of another podcaster who is who is who is my one of my favorite podcasters ever. And I think he's freaking amazing. He's called Dan Carlin. And the the the, the interesting thing is that listening to Hard Game of Thrones is what eventually led me to discovering Dan Carlin. But I guess I'll talk a bit about that later. My point is when it comes to hardcore Game of Thrones. It's about the War of the Five Kings. And the War of the Five Kings, I'm reading now from the Game of Thrones wiki, uh, was a major multi-theater civil war in the Seven Kingdoms of Westeros that erupted in the wake of the death of King Robert I. In essence, the war was a three-way battle for the Iron Throne fought alongside two independence movements. The five kings in question were Robert, 
Heir Apparent, Geoffrey Baratheon, Robert's Younger Brothers, Stannis and Renly Baratheon, The King in the North, Rob Stark, and The King of the Iron Islands, Balon Greyjoy. So if you're familiar with the story of Game of Thrones, you know that this is pretty much where the show actually starts picking up and it's building up uh, around season one, season two, season three to the War of the Five Kings. And you can see people fighting for the Iron Throne and that's where that's where all the politics happens. And that's also where the books were when the show was released, at least in the beginning. And the way it is performed and the way the narrator tells the story of Hardcore Game of Thrones, you can tell that, first of all, this person is very passionate about uh, Game of Thrones itself. And they're also passionate about their, um, their performance as Dan Carlin. And uh, it's, it's made by a guy called Alex Berg. And the interesting thing is, as much as some of these episodes were locked behind a paywall at that time, they are now freely available on YouTube. So if you search for Hardcore Game of Thrones, you're going to find some of the episodes that I'm talking about on YouTube. And it's done very well. Like it's it's historical and it's um his Alex Berg is kind of explaining the situation of Westeros and how it was formed. Um in a way that is very immersive. Uh he almost takes a very realistic historical approach. It's like he is role-playing a situation in which these are events that actually happened. And the idea is you're actually in Westeros right now and you're listening to history, basically. And the way he's talking about how dragons are formed and the story of the um, uh, the Targaryens and uh, the, how people went from Essos to Westeros and, you know, uh, all this really very, very, very detailed stuff about Westeros. And it also makes you appreciate the writing of George R. R. Martin that much more. You can see how much effort he had put into his world building and it's amazing it's a very very immersive world and you also get to see an aspect of this world of westeros that you do not necessarily get in the show itself so this is a great companion to the show so if you want to watch the show which is a <laughs> it's a whole other story it's so sad how they they ended it but the world itself is extremely beautiful and if you if you experience it through this podcast i'm sure you're going to have a renewed appreciation for the world of the song of ice and fire and the world that george rr R. martin um created because it has a whole history so before the show starts like for thousands and thousands of years before that there were events and there were you know um there's history a rich rich history of characters uh, of uh, situations of different kinds of races or even the explanation for how different things ended up the way they are when the when the actual TV show starts. So I, I highly recommend Hardcore Game of Thrones. And Hardcore Game of Thrones is what ultimately led me to discovering Dan Carlin, which is now the real deal. And Dan Carlin is a, is a, is a force of historical awareness and education if the if you ever have been interested in history and they messed it up in high school they made you memorize dates they made you focus on irrelevant uh, topics then i highly recommend that you check out dan carlin because the way he explains history he does it with such a passion and he does it with such depth and the other thing is dan carlin focuses a lot on the day-to-day -day moments and the actual feelings 
of people who are there and the actual experiences of people who are there. Because when you think about it, history is the story of people. And uh, it's not about dates. It's not about um, uh, uh, certain events happening on a certain date. And that's what you have to memorize as it's, as it's taught in school. It's about epic events. Like if you learn about uh, World War One, if you learn about World War Two, if you learn about the story of Alexander the Great, the story of Napoleon, the story of Rome, um, the story of uh, Genghis Khan, and uh, <laughs> and all this other crazy stuff that you that before you understand that these events happened, um, you your understanding of what's possible in the world might probably be very limited if you don't understand some of these stories like if you don't understand the the the, the especially world war one and world war two i know a lot of times when you're learning schools when you're um when you're when you're, when you're in school it's never really explained in a way that you understand how it affects the world around us but history is one of those things that is uh it's a it's something that is extremely important and it's extremely important to get into for you to understand to have context for our present world and where we currently are so that's dan carlin and that's also hardcore history um the two of them are not related and you'll hear this when you try to listen to hardcore game of thrones but um when it comes to dan carlin um let me just go through some of the podcasts of his which i recommend and you can actually buy some of these they're not available publicly some of them because uh the, the 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 format he does them in he puts he makes them available for some time and then after a certain number of years they go onto his website and that's how you can get his back catalog so you can get all the good stuff that uh, is now not publicly available and it's also very affordable i think like five dollars ten bucks even like i think some of them you can get for one dollar um and this is content that is definitely worth it like if you can afford to this is something you should definitely get so blueprint for armageddon that is the story of uh, of basically World War One, and if you're interested in learning how that war started, about all the meat grinding and all the political decisions that had to happen for such a fiasco to to continue, and all the misery and all the interesting nuances of war and the day-to-day -day moments of soldiers on the battlefield, if you're interested in that kind of a thing. It's not boring at all. It's some of the most epic stuff. And you can't even believe that some of these things actually happen in reality uh, before you uh, actually start getting into it. He also has another series called The Wrath of the Khans. And this is the story of uh, Genghis Khan. And you learn about the Mongols and that, my God, there was a force of, you know, of Mongols who are destroying... Uh, destroying large parts of large, large huge civilizations like they almost destroyed the islamic civilization at some point and they, they're almost breaking into europe and there are this powerful force that emerged from pretty much nowhere from some plains and uh ended up almost taking over the entire world and that's an event that happened and and when when, when you hear some of these stories they're almost more epic than pretty much any movie that you can imagine and these are things that actually happened so uh, let me try to find one last one here that I can recommend for you. Right now, he's uh, recently he's been doing uh, uh, like things to do with the Pacific War. Uh, he has one called uh, Supernova in the East. And uh, he recently did an amazing one about the slave trade. It's called Blitz Human Resources, where he talks about, like, if you've, if you've ever been interested in how slavery started, 
and how it worked and you want to actually get into uh, a fair amount of detail about the topic dan carlin and this is something you can get on apple podcast or even spotify he his last um podcast on hardcore history was about uh, that slave trade and that's something i highly recommend so that's just history um and uh, and uh, going back to hardcore game of thrones this is how the this is how alex bug of hardcore game of thrones that's how he presents the story of westeros he comes at it from a historical point so that you feel like oh westeros is something that actually existed in reality and he's actually explaining the history of it and i wish more and more, more people found out about it which is why i'm talking about it here so go check it out hardcore history and also hardcore game of thrones so the next one is a book which i feel is has also been very important to me in understanding how our world got here and this is it's also historical but it's also it's very different also from what Ancalin does and this is to me the way i interpret this is the story of venture capital and the art of disruption so this book is called the power law and it's about the idea that if you invent if you if you're in the innovation space or if you if you're in venture capital basically most of your returns will come from a very small fraction of the actual investments that you make and now let me read the description of this book it is no exaggeration to say that venture capital has been central to the greatest legal creation of wealth anywhere and has established much of the world we live in yet we know surprisingly little about this strange tribe of financiers in the power law sebastian malaby turns his unprecedented access to the industries central players into a riveting character driven account of venture capital and the world it has made most of the tech startups funded by silicon valley venture capitalists fail but very few hits succeed at such a scale that they will more than make up for everything else that extreme ratio of of success and failure is the power law that drives venture capital in the wider tech sector i loved this book and it's actually something i am reading and rereading because i want to internalize all the lessons that are available here and the main lesson i took away from this is that the real king makers in the world are venture capitalists and when you actually thought about it everything just clicked because when you think about it there are always a lot of startups like tons of startups making apps like doing a lot of stuff like uh, giving out free money like uh, you have a lot of subsidies and a, and a lot of for example delivery de- delivery services and things like that which offer cheap um which offer cheap services because there's a lot of competition and you also have uh, this uh, whole cu- culture of startup bros and programmers getting paid and uh, these companies doing x and y and you hear about working in a startup is a, some startups are, uh, they can pay you pretty well if you're working in tech And when you think about it where does all this money come from it comes from venture capitalists and so in one way venture capitalists are subsidizing the life of a lot of people because they are trying to pay for these experiments to see what's going to work and what's not going to work so if you're taking an uber ride and it's cheaper than it would have been because the driver is getting paid extra on the side and uh, the the price you're paying has been reduced so that they can defeat competition it's a venture capitalist somewhere who is paying for that money who is subsidizing your life uh, for you to be able to take that ride and this is in order to try and and uh, capture or try and and uh, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and get the get into the power law which is this idea that if you have 10 uh, different investments most of them might fail probably 9 out of 10 but one of them 
uh, it's likely might succeed beyond uh be beyond way beyond the others and it'll pay back for the failures of the others and then some uh sometimes this is called the 80 20 rule the pareto principle and there's other names for this but it's just the idea that sometimes success can be uneven and you just need to keep trying so you can find the runaway success you can find the the grand slums and the home runs and uh, and uh, and the the way the book tells it, the way the book the, the Paolo tells it, it's actually uh, it starts from the very beginning. So it starts from the very beginning of Silicon Valley. It goes into the you know into the very first ideas of venture capital. Like even before it was called venture capital, imagine there was a time when uh, people did not have this idea that you can easily invest in other businesses. You people didn't think that you can uh, maybe quit your job or after you've left school you can start a business and have venture capitalists and angel investors and even angel investors they, at some point they didn't exist so it goes through the, the this whole history and the, now the the, the the best parts is where it goes into the story of companies like apple it goes into the history of companies like uh, facebook uh, even alibaba like it he, the, the the author basically weaves a story through the major events that have happened even story things like we work and uber and this is a very important book if you're either in the startup industry or if you're if you're planning on being a venture capitalist this is something i actually highly recommend and this book has actually inspired me to be interested a lot more in venture capital itself but personally as a as a like as a startup founder i am on the side of i still don't I don't generally believe like if you're starting a software business, if you're making an app or something like that, you don't necessarily need to make finding funding the first thing that you do. I think it's much more important to get customers by yourself, try and fund yourself as much as you can so that whenever you, if you ever need to engage with venture capitalists, you have all the leverage and they, you're not screwed over because it's also a business as much as it's a very interesting business and it has enabled a lot to happen uh, throughout history. Like all of the startups you see, all of the technology we enjoy if you have apple products if you're using facebook whatsapp a lot of that has been enabled because of venture capital and so it's a very valuable machine but at the same time you don't need to necessarily engage in engage in it and nowadays with technology it's making it much easier for you to access customers for you to acquire revenues for you to build things yourselves and there are people who are doing that so as much as i love this whole machine of venture capital and i think i think it was very interesting for me to learn about this whole secret world that uh, I hadn't thought about before, that there are these very, very rich and very powerful people who are pretty much running uh, <laughs> running the rest of the companies and they have influenced society in a very powerful way. So I think at the top, okay, at the very top of the food chain, it's all the scientists and the people who are actually working on understanding the universe and harnessing that information and that power. But then venture capitalists are not so are not too far below that because they provide the means for entrepreneurs to explore their ideas, to implement these ideas, to do marketing, and uh, to find new crazy ideas and fund them. Uh, they're not perfect. It's not a perfect system, and it it can also evolve. Like it can also change in the future and turn into something different. And 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 you can create your own form of venture capital if you're interested. But that's called the power law. It's very interesting. It's just a story of pretty much of Silicon Valley. If you're very interested, if you're interested in Silicon Valley and that kind of a thing, if you're interested in uh, movies like um, the Social Network, uh, or, or 
it's it's not the same thing at all <laughs> but if you've watched the social network and you're interested in more about that kind of information um then this would be a book i would highly recommend and also it can inspire you and give you information about what's going to succeed and what's going to fail and how do you measure success and how do you measure failure and how people try to estimate success and failure in the past so the final one is called the almanac of naval ravikant i have brought up naval a couple of times previously on my podcast and naval has inspired me uh, a lot like a lot of the ideas i have now a lot of the things i'm telling you uh some of them come from naval naval is an amazing individual and he has contributed a lot to psychological awareness of of the ideas of uh, of basically modern technology and uh what it allows you to do and what you're capable of and uh and he's given a lot and if you can follow him on twitter he has this um this very very famous twitter thread where it's called how to get rich uh without getting lucky and it's basically the idea that if you are committed enough and you choose the right ideas and you embrace technology you embrace change uh you treat your time valuably and you organize yourself it's possible for you to um succeed without getting lucky in such a way that if you are mo- like you treat making money as part of your personality or 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 as something that you've learned that you've acquired and that the more you you learn these skills the less you basically run out of unluck is what is what they mentioned in the podcast I thought, I thought that was a very interesting idea so uh this book is uh is basically a list is a it's a it's an explanation of some of the tweets that he has posted in the past and it goes into details about uh some of these ideas so for example let me um how to get rich without without getting lucky Uh, let me let me read some of them for you so you can get an idea of what i'm talking about making money is not a thing you do it's a skill you learn that's one of them seek wealth not money or status wealth is having assets that earn while you sleep money is how we transfer time and wealth status is your place in the social hierarchy understand ethical wealth creation is possible If you secretly despise wealth it will elude you ignore people playing status games they gain status by attacking people playing wealth creation games you're not going to get rich renting out your time you must own equity a piece of a business to gain your financial freedom you will get rich by giving society what it wants but does not know yet how to get at scale The internet has massively broadened the possible space of careers. Most people haven't figured this out. Learn to sell, learn to build. If you can do both, you will be unstoppable. And these nuggets of wisdom just go on and on and on and there's so many of them and this almanac of Raval this almanac of Naval Ravikant, it's a free PDF that you can get online. You can download it, look at it for yourself. Uh there's also a podcast if you if you search for Naval on um on Apple Podcasts or Google you're going to come across the How to Get Rich Without Getting Lucky uh podcast you should also listen to that it's uh, extremely amazing 
And there's also a lot of Naval podcasts and interviews on YouTube that you should also check out. So Naval is just a a whole snack and a whole meal of knowledge that I think everyone should be exposed to, uh, because it'll it'll change what you, what you think about money, what you think about work, how you think about yourself, how you value yourself, and what your priorities are in life. A lot of people. You leave school and you immediately get into this um, rat race in employment and you think that that's how your life is going to be. But you should also realize that you can also work for yourself. You can also dream and build your own businesses and make money for yourself. This book is going to help you build that foundation that you can use to then uh, acquire more information, to lay on top of it, to combine with other things that you're interested in. And uh, use that to build your own business and your own sense of freedom in this world. And freedom is one of the sweetest things. Like when you don't have to work for someone, when you don't have to be somewhere at a specific time, looking in a specific way, uh, that's what you want in life. You want true freedom. You want to be able to work the way you want on the things you want to work on without thinking you're gonna, you know, you're gonna sleep hungry and uh, you're gonna be miserable and things like that. Um, along with that, uh, Naval doesn't really talk about this, but this is something I have recently started really thinking about, is the idea that, um, so so apart from employment, the other things which society pressures you to do are, pressures you to get married and also pressures you to get a house and things like that. Now, if you're married or you have a house and that's the life that you had chosen for yourself, there's no problem with that, depending on the situation of life that you're in. But um, there's also the idea that you do not need to get a house, you don't need to get a car, and you also don't need to get married and have children. And the people who end up having children, especially earlier in life, if you're in your early 20s, late 20s, early 30s, and you end up having a child, that can completely derail the direction that your life was going to go in because now you have much less time and much less money to spend on the things which you actually spend on these things which I'm talking about here, about how to get rich. It's very hard for you to implement some of these strategies on how to get rich if you're married and your time and money has to be split up and your focus has to be split up and you have children who need you know, who need houses, they need to be fed, they need, you need a car now, and you need all these other things. And it's basically a huge loss for you if you engage in some of these things way too early. So you want to completely avoid early in your life, getting children, completely avoid that as much as you can. Um, also, if you're a dude, if you're a young guy, it's also possible for you to avoid women. That's not something I had thought about. It's not an idea that had popped into my head until recently in my life, but it's also possible for you to live life without women, at least early in your life, so that you work on yourself for the most part, because this is the time when you have the most time, you have the most energy, you have freedom, you don't have a, ch a child to take care of, you don't have a wife, you don't have a, you know, you don't have loans, you don't need any of that stuff. So Naval doesn't talk about uh, the, the stuff which I'm talking about, but I thought it's important and it goes very well along with this stuff. If you need to free up time for you to be able to work hard, for you to be able to focus on your dreams, then then <laughs> ignore women if you're a guy. 
if you're if you're a young guy, even if you're if you're an old guy, if you if you go on Reddit, you'll find some subreddits where it's just people completely regretting having children, completely regretting having marriage, and you're not people don't usually tell you this. So this is something I had to discover for myself, and lucky enough, I uh, I'm not in any of those situations at least yet, and uh, currently I'm not planning to have uh, kids at all. Because I'd rather just focus on my work, and uh, it's also possible for you to exist by yourself. You know, that's also another another option in life. It's not for everyone, but depending on what you want in life, and the kinds of goals you have, and the kinds of ambitions you have, you know, it depends. But uh, that's also something to think about. So those are some of the books and some of the media which I wanted to recommend to you. I think some, if you have not experienced some of these things, they might help you. You might enjoy them. And uh, feel free to send a tweet to me if you on Creator Coco at Creator Coco on uh, on Twitter. If you if you have any questions or if you wanna have any further discussion about some of these things, I really appreciate you listening. I hope you learned something today, and I will see you in the next podcast. Bye bye.